The following announcement contains certain serious inaccuracies. We apologize for these and hope they will not spoil your enjoyment of the announcement. And now for something completely nostalgic. Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front podcast. I'm Brandon Reem. Oh, in LA, I am Patrick Hasty. You know, I'm. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm mad, 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 sir. Right? Hello, hello. Right, 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 right. Let's stop that right now up top. I'm gonna stop. You need to stop this podcast from getting silly. Okay, okay. Now, nobody likes being silly more than me. Mm-hmm. No one likes a good joke more than me, except for maybe my wife and uh, Johnson, of course. Uh, you know, come to think of it, most people like uh, are sillier than me. My bird's dead, sir. Are you doing wacko? No. Patrick. No, that's wrong. What's up, buddy? Marty Python. (laughs) Right? Hello, hello, hello. God, we lost any listener that liked us. Just from doing you that. You imagine anybody from England listening to this? All right, so that's... Uh, that's the show. Thank you for coming out. Uh, Reem, where can the listeners find you? No, we got We haven't oh. even talked about it yet. Oh, Today's mem- episode, mm-hmm. NFers, and some MPers out there, uh, we're doing an episode about a uh, little group from Britain. Monty Python. That's right. Now let's go to the uh, uh, Wikipedia. How's that sound? Yeah, yeah. You read the Wikipedia. I'll do some bits. You love Wikipedia. I do. Also, you love Monty Python. I do. Monty Python. Monty Python, also collectively known as the Pythons, were a British surreal comedy group who created their sketch comedy show, Monty Python's Flying Circus, which first aired on the BBC in 1969. 45 episodes were made of the over four series. Uh, the Python phenomenon developed from the television series into something larger in scope and impact, including touring stage shows, films, numerous albums, several books, and musicals. The Python's influence on comedy has been more compared to the Beatles' influence on music. Their sketch show has been referred to as not only one of the most enduring icons of the 1970s British pop culture, but also an important moment in the evolution of television comedy. The Pythons were John Gleese. Alive. Terry Gilliam. Nope. Eric Idle. Alive. Yep. Terry Jones. Michael Palin. And Graham Chapman, who is deceased. Yeah. Do you know Graham Chapman's last uh, role? Last, I, last thing he filmed? I don't think I do. What is it? Uh, the music video for Iron Maiden's Can I Play With Magic? I don't like it. I love it. I don't like it. Uh, no, what was his last role? Iron Maiden video? Yeah. That's fucking weird. What was he doing? Why is it weird? It just seems weird to be in an Iron Maiden video. Why? Iron Maiden rules. Okay. Graham Chapman rules. Yeah. He played a stuffy old uh, uh, teacher. Yeah. 
philosopher. There's a documentary I watched once on it's the good. The, yeah, I'm assuming that we watched the same one. On, yeah, on Graham Chapman. Yeah, it's great, but the problem was is I watched it too long ago for any usefulness during this fun size yeah, episode. You I know? just remember uh, they drugged the shit out of him. Oh his, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was like a roasting uh, uh, funeral. Yeah, yeah. And John Cleese was out in the front of all of it. Yeah, I look now. See, okay. So, what's your experience with these guys? These these Monty Pythons. I doubt I'd be here without them. Yeah, you yeah. mean in this apartment? Yep. Who would I be doing the podcast with? I don't know. Not Graham. Somebody Chapman. less funny. Probably somebody else funny. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, when but, did you first uh, find out about him? Uh, I think uh, I can I, I I can remember the first time I watched Monty Python. It was uh, the uh, uh, meaning of life. The the film. And I was in fourth grade. Oh, wow. That's young. And uh, it was fucking hilarious and awesome. And I mean, visually stunning. Yeah. You know, and it starts with that ridiculous uh, pirate movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the insane. Crimson Shores. I forget the name that they did Where on all that. Where sh- all the buildings become the ships, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's all these old ass fucking accountants. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to sail the accountancies, you know, that song. Yeah, it's really great. That, that's like a iconic to me because goes, yeah. I remember watching that. We had that on a tape. Um, and it was one of the, I, again, this is just a thing of growing up in the time period we grew up where we didn't watch Meaning of Life a lot, but we watched whatever the fuck was before it a lot. And so you would just watch a little bit into That'd the beginning. That would have been Life of Brian. No, 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 no. I mean, on our cassette tape. Oh, TV. yeah, yeah, totally. So you would watch like. We'd watch like Police Academy six, uh-huh. and then the beginning of that, and then turn me like, oh like, yeah, we the don't meaning watch of life part one, mm-hmm. birth, yeah. yeah. Uh, so ah, and then you, so were you have the machine that goes ping, and then I go play yeah. again. Uh, but no, I uh, got. I, I can remember uh, some guy my mom was seeing brought it over. My mom was like, "Hello," uh-huh. and uh, anyway, yeah, we he had that, and he had the albums. So you could tell it was one of those guys that was like, oh, I'm going to bond with these kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then he brought that over. And then about the same time, I found out my best friend, Duffy. Duffy, was, friend of the show, yeah. friend of the show. Really he, was in, he was into it uh, because his dad had uh, all of them on VHS. Oh. His parents had a pretty sick uh, VHS shelf. Oh, nice. You know, top to bottom, full of... Did uh, he have a purchase copy or flipped off like HBO? Purchased. Nice. With the box art With and everything. Box, yeah, that's and good. And we would watch Life of Brian and uh, he had Life of Brian. Mm-hmm. He had uh, uh, Meaning of Life and he had Now for Something Completely Different. Okay. Which is the repackaged uh, ad- where they took when they got ready to test out America, because mm-hmm. they'd already conquered Britain, yeah, they yeah, took yeah. all of their best best of, bits, yeah. best bits from of the best Brits, best bits of the best Brits, and they uh, packaged it into a movie, a theatrical mm. release, and that's the uh, and now for something completely different. Dang, and then, uh, and then uh, yeah, see, I I love it. I don't think I knew, and I'm going to be honest, I still don't. I don't know. Sh- I don't know as much about him. And like I said, I've watched some doc. I watched the Graham Chapman documentary. Mm-hmm. I've watched the Mind of Python's documentary. The um, six part one that was on. Uh, maybe they have a six hour documentary called The Truth that's now back mm. back on Netflix. They put like everything back on. I Netflix. know. I watched a Netflix one recently. Yeah. Um. Well, like in the last year. Uh. But I watched um. Uh. So here's my thing: is I, we've talked about this on the show. Uh. I love Kids in the Hall. Mm-hmm. And I am I know every sketch. I love those guys. I know all of it, right? 
And so had I found Monty Python first, I probably would be like that with Monty Python. But I wasn't. I found Kids in the Hall first. So once I got to Monty Python when I was in college, I was like, yeah, I already got this. I got my own version of this. So I never cared to get into it too much. Yeah. Um, but uh, Holy Grail has like always been a thing to me. Like we've always watched Holy Grail. I've always thought it's wonderful my, and great. And my, I mean, it's totally my most watched movie. Yeah, yeah, Pretty yeah. sure it's my most rented movie too. Probably. That was one of those ones where it's like, oh, we're having a sleepover. Yeah. We're all going to go to the blockbuster favorites section and everybody's going to pick their 99 cent movie now, to show each other. And I'd always be the friend that everybody hated because yeah. nobody else got it some of the times. Yeah. That, that always sucked. Well, yeah, that always sucks. I hate that thing when you watch a movie with somebody for the first time and you're like looking at them more than the screen because yeah. you just hope they get That's it. That's me and Quest for the Holy Grail so many fucking times. Uh, and that's how I am now with like things too. Like with, uh, I think you should leave on okay. Netflix. Well, all right. <laughs> it's so, uh, oh wait, are you just hitting two coconuts together? Yeah. Uh, Which that is an awesome uh, origin story. What was it? They just couldn't get horses? Yeah, they they had like fucking, they made it for like $50,000. Oh God. Yeah. That's and, insane. Yeah. And they they only had one castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, castle, uh, I think it was called. I know. Is this true that you, uh, uh, I'm the king of the castle and you're just a dirty rascal? King, eh? And who well, made you that? Hold it, boom. Mm-hmm. I loved. I loved in the working class. I loved uh, Body Python and the Holy Grail when I was a kid, and I think we watched it at school a few times because teachers liked it it's rated too. PG. Um, well, it got in. Uh, I used to show it at Blockbuster all the fucking time. Oh, totally. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was rated PG. Uh, but the thing was, is that like so for the show, but then uh, like in the last, even though all shouldn't be rated PG because all of the girls in Castle Anthrax mm-hmm. are uh, stacked and not wearing anything under those blouses. Oh, a lot of a uh, lot of uh, nipple action. Yeah, which as a kid I dug, but uh, yeah, a lot of uh, I, I, I love how as they're gonna grow up. I love how they're all beautiful and have like the worst fucking names. Yeah, have the castle anthrax. It's like, oh zoot, did you leave on the grail shaped beacon? Bad zoot, bad bad zoot. I des- I think she deserves a spanking. Oh yes, a s- I, yeah, there it is, Monty, the pythons. Flying. Uh, so did you watch this? When did you find the show, the series? Um, it was after I'd watched the movies of life to exhaustion. And, yeah, because yeah. uh, it wasn't around, was it? Was it not, ever on not like for syndication? Us. Yeah, yeah, it was originally. I, no, but I mean, for when us, it, yeah. when it first came, it landed on IPTV in the seventies. Oh, Iowa Public Television. Or yeah. I mean, that's where we got it, but public television across the board. Yeah. is what was picking it up. I think they must and have just where, had some deal And it with got BBC. like huge in uh uh colleges. Yeah. Kids would get together and like it was like Saturday night at midnight for like uh late seventies, early eighties, Monty Python's Flying Circus was on And that's the same rise that uh Doctor Who had as well. Yeah. It was the same trajectory on that. Was public television and then college students. And it was just some I guess some random ass fucking uh station in texas mm. started playing monty python and then it just blew up Damn. and I, i'm pretty sure that that was even after they tried and now for something completely different in theaters oh so they, yeah yeah. because yeah. i'm pretty sure it was like their second try at america where they weren't they didn't even try yeah well it was somebody else doing it. yoda said do or do not there is no try mm. you know 
Yeah. Um. The uh. So I watched the series like in the last couple of months because now everything's on Netflix. Yeah. Like they must have had a deal yeah. with them. Or something. I can remember. Uh. Like I don't. I mean, I know a good chunk of the series, but uh, not like I do of the movies because I watched. Yeah. The movies nonstop. The series wasn't really available until I think it's I like Netflix the, yeah. and then uh in the nineties they had it on uh W or Iowa Public Television. Uh, or public television, I guess. See uh uh the movie I think the sketch show the show is really good. Uh and it's just weird how like I mean there's just so much sex and like nipples and stuff yeah. like that. And like and then like jokes that are like I mean I get it it was a different time but jokes that are like so off color that you're like, holy shit. You yeah. Know? Uh, but I think it's funny. And then also it's one of those things to me that like, so like my favorite author is Vonnegut, but I don't love Slaughterhouse-Five. The fucking bird sketch, the thing about the dead bird returning. I'm like, once that episode of the show happened, I was just like, what the fuck? This is what everybody's talking about all yeah. the time, you know? Uh, but there's then there's some other ones that are so good. The parrot sketch not included. Yeah, that's one of the ones that they one of the last things they made in like the '90s, and that was another greatest hits. Yeah, but it didn't have the parrot sketch yeah. on there. And I think that's on Netflix. You didn't too. like the parrot sketch? I don't. I mean, it's not bad, but it's just but one of those things. Like it was talked about, like it was gonna. Like I've heard it referenced so much. Oh yeah. And if you're in high school, if you're in speech, large group speech, so many people would do just Monty Python bits. It's and so many people would do that, and you're just like, ugh. I like how they have alternates on some of their sketches too, because I bet you they were some of the ones uh, first ones to do the funny little segues like mm. they do. Because that's what I always love. Because uh, like the guy that just runs up and says like, uh, and then it starts, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or like fucking the parrot sketch transitions into the lumberjack sketch. Oh yeah, the lumberjack a lot of song. the times because it's Palin. Uh, he's behind the counter getting berated by Cleese, mm-hmm. who's the best authoritarian uh, authoritarian of the yeah, group. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. He always yeah. nails those roles. But uh, he's berating Palin, and then Palin's like, I didn't want to be a pet store salesman. I didn't want to be selling parrots and cats and stuff. I wanted to be a lumberjack. Bum, 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 bubbly, bum, bum, bum. Yeah. You know? I, uh, I love. With me best girl at me side. I don't know. The larch. Who's your favorite? Uh, Monty Python. uh, I know mine. Today? Right now, right at this second. Again, you can change. Today, I'm feeling... Because it changes by the day. Of course it does. There's fucking... There's a reason why there's seven days of the week and six pythons. Yeah. Uh-huh. So... The old day of rest for a guy. I, re- I mean, I... Uh, I think Palin. Yeah. Or Cleese. Cleese. Or Idol. Cleese. Or Chapman. You don't like Terry Gillum. I do. Cleese is my favorite because Cleese is Gillum the one... Gillum is... Uh, He's he's the packager of okay. Monty Python, so he's not going to get the respect of the other guys. Yeah, because uh, his cartoons and aesthetic and direction and fingerprints mm-hmm. are all over Python. But there's not very many like memorable yeah. uh, Gilliam uh, characters. I guess you're right. Yeah, um, to me, Cleese is Monty Python. Uh, and also, Cleese is the one who like kept in my my lexicon, my viewpoint more so because Fish Called Wanda, which I guess a lot of them are in Fish Called Wanda, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it, just him and Palin. Uh, they both do that and, and fierce the, creatures. But uh, 
Cleese did Faulty Towers, which I think is one yeah. of the greatest things of all time. It's, they've, um, they've all had very successful careers. Yeah. Outside not of... Not Chapman. Uh, well, he could have. I mean, he's passed on now. I mean, he was getting all the big film roles. He was in Yellowbeard. Oh, he was in Yellowbeard. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, what, Palin pretty much fucking uh, uh, traveled the world. Mm-hmm. Did that travel show? Uh, Gilliam's got some fucking crazy movies he's directed. Oh, he's got so he's got so many great movies. He's one of my favorite directors. Uh, yeah, Twelve Monkeys. Uh, if you're loathing Brazil, oh god, uh, Adventures of Baron Munchausen. I loved that, that movie's movie. fucking crazy. Fisher King. Uh, he um, uh, who is the one now? I'm trying to see who right now is like not is it Eric Idle. Terry Jones. Is it Terry Jones or Eric That's Idle? Going through. Uh, he's got like bad like dementia now. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a Idol shame. is fucking uh well he produced a Broadway yeah, fucking, a, lot. a mass a massive play. I've never seen Because he's it. always been the music yeah. guy. Like every Monty Python song for the most part is an Eric Idol Did song. Did he write uh Yakety Sax? <laughs> God damn it. Tony's no, but he wrote uh the Galaxy song. Oh yeah. Just e Imagine that you're standing on a planet that's revolving, revolving at 9,000 miles an hour. Bum, bum. I can normally sing it. Whenever life gets you down, Mrs. Brown. Yeah. Uh, which one of them was in, which one of them wrote and directed uh, Mary Poppins? The movie? <laughs> None of them did. I was just making yeah. a joke. Um, you're an I'm asshole. No, I was trying to see if I could find it. I'm being very Monty Python, you know? Yeah, I'm being yeah, esoteric no. and interesting. You're being a cheeky bastard. I am. Which I love Idol's cheeky guy. Oh, uh, totally, yeah. His, uh, uh, well, first, the cheeky guy is like, is your wife a goa? Mm. Is she into photographs? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Nudge, <laughs> nudge, wink, <laughs> wink. Say no more. Say no more. Wink is as good as a nod to a blind bat. That old. Uh, did you... Uh, how have you grown with Monty Python? Oh, I mean, I just fucking have watched it forever. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty big part of my humor, I'd say, and yeah. my personality. Uh, and have you fucked with the other of the ilk of this? Like, you, I know you love the state. Uh, did you ever get into Mr. Show or... Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I liked all the big 90s. Uh, also, South Park is very uh yeah i could see that i could uh, see that monty python inspired with yeah. just like some of the weird absurdist shit that they'll just do yeah you know just like weird silly things which totally happen you know like and silly is important like, for instance one of my favorite fucking i can't even say one of my favorite one of the many great jokes in quest for the holy grail is the cat beating there's oh. always cats getting beat mm -hmm. you know that's fucking hilarious for mm -hmm. some reason. For some reason, it works. Yeah. yeah. Also, I love the burning the witch. Oh yeah, yeah. And the whole mob, <laughs> the whole mob's running out, and one of the guys is in the middle of shaving, and he's just out there, and he's got shaving cream on. His I use like face. the the classic jokes, and these like much as I don't like the parrot sketch, I do love the I'm not dead yet, and they're like ah, he's almost dead. Do you, you like know? parody sketches though? Mm, I do. I love a parody sketch. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, like. Quiet, you'll be stone dead in a moment. <laughs> I'd like to go for a walk. Uh, you can help me out here, and he clubs him. Uh, and then the knights that say knee, and the Ooh. chopping off all the arms and shit. They've been that canceled. Were they? Yeah, they're no longer the knights that say knee. Why? They're now the knights that say, Ike, Ike, Ping, Tong. I don't get it. Oh, that's what <laughs> happens later in the uh, 
movie. the episode? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you this. Now, I hate breaking the fourth wall on this podcast, but first off, I had an ant on me, and now I'm just losing my mind. Second, it smells like it rained. Where are your sugary uh, cereal? I threw bowls? them all on the floor. Yeah, they're probably got like 20,000 fucking ants in Yeah, there. but they're in here. They're in a bag. Okay. But I, it smells like it's raining, but it's not raining. Can you smell that? Well, it just thundered and rained a little bit ago. Did so it rain for it. a second? Yep. Because I kept looking over. It never looked like it rained. Okay. Well, we're back uh, with this great Python. Oh, blind episode. melon this Remember shit. when you kept saying, yeah, we'll be able to easily do a Pythons episode. Yeah. And we are. Uh-huh. I, I knew I could pull a fucking Python at, out of my ass. Whoa. You did say that, and I didn't know what you were talking about, but now I guess it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so you're just uh, pretty much uh, Quest for the Holy Grail. Have you watched... Life of Brian or the Meaning of Life a lot. I've seen them. Meaning all. of they're both underrated. What's because the one people where they cons- go to Ireland and there's all the fucking kids? Is that meaning? Is that Life of Brian? Uh, you yeah. And they're a Catholic family. No, no, that's uh, the Meaning of Life part. Yeah. One birth, uh, and that's uh, when uh, they sing uh, every sperm is sacred because yes, they're a Catholic right. yes. family. And fucking Terry Jones is doing dishes mm-hmm. dressed as a, he plays the best woman in the entire because mm-hmm. it's pretty much the same when when he plays Brian's mother. But he's doing dishes and a fucking baby just pops out underneath. He was like, oh, dear, another one. Could you get that? Mm-hmm. And then Michael Palin comes home and he's like, well, sorry. Turns out I just got laid off at the factory and I can't afford all of you. So. It's medical uh, experiments for the lot of you. <laughs> and then he marches them all off to be medical experiments. And then it cuts to one of my favorite fucking things is uh, it's Graham Chapman and Eric Idle. And I know I'm butchering a lot of these on the uh, what par- are you paraphrasing. Oh. But uh, I fucking love uh, fucking the scene where it's across the street. Graham Chapman's like bloody Catholics and their bloody kids popping out all over the place. You know, he yeah. was like, and that's why I'm glad to be a Protestant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, like it's because so... we got away from the papal claptrap of the Catholic Church uh, 1500 years ago. And I know when Martin Luther hammered that note on that door, it meant I no longer have to wear a little cap on my jimmy. <laughs> it means I can go down to the store and I say, Harry, today I would like to buy a condom, a uh, French tickler. In fact, you know, it's just like. <laughs> Making fun of that's what one of the best things about Monty Python is is, uh, as a kid, Mm -hmm. I could watch that scene and laugh at the fact that they're singing about sperm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fucking hilarious. And that's all I need, Mm -hmm. you know? And then as an adult, when you're rewatching it for the 40th fucking time, uh, you can laugh at the fact that the socioeconomic, political, that, and they're making fun of uh, Catholic dogma. Where it's just like they got these stupid ass rules that don't make sense anymore that have been going on for thousands of years and stuff like that, yeah. which is funny. I do like that. Um, I think uh, probably though, I mean, definitely it's my it's uh, Holy Grail is the one I've seen the most. Uh, but I did enjoy the show a lot, and you haven't seen much of the show, you say? I mean, I have. Yeah, okay. Seen most of it because now sure. that it's all on Netflix, it's I seen it's it in a, a while. easy burn. There's something, and I wish I wasn't this way, but there's something about Monty Python that the reason I can't get into it as much, I think, is because I think I'm supposed, it's one of those things I'm supposed to get into. Right. It's one of those things I'm supposed to love, and so there's so many stakes to watch it. And I know I've put this on other people, too, where I'm like, you got to watch this thing, it's so good. And there's no way they can enjoy it because I've killed the buildup, you know? Um, but I... Uh, I mean, I'd show you stuff, but I 
stopped watching Monty Python with other people a while totally, ago. Totally, totally, totally. Because I'm way too annoying, and I want them all. I, like you said, I'm going to watch you as you watch it yeah, for the yeah, first yeah. time. And it's like, come on, it's hilarious. He said, my hovercraft is full of eels. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, got it. Mm-hmm. I, where would you put this in your, uh, uh, so like, who's, who's your next? If you're going to do one of these big crews, who's next after this? Would you say the state? Or Kids in the Hall, or Bob and Ta- uh, Dave? Or- I'd probably say the state, because they always felt like the uh, coolest, like, forgotten mm-hmm. group, if that makes sense. If the state was readily available when I was, that, uh, you know, in high school, I probably would fucking love them as much. Yeah. Kids but- in the Hall was being pushed at me constantly, and I love it. So, you know, but I it like... It seemed like the state fell off the face a bit more mm-hmm. than the, uh, like, your Mr. Show. Yeah. And... Uh, you mean as far, I? I mean, like, I'm talking about iconic. Where I try and like shows. talk to people through. I try and talk to like some basic ass bitches in high school mm-hmm. and ask them. I'd be like, "Hey, bro, you like the state?" And they'd be like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, I'd get that more often than like a Mister Show. That's how I feel too. I feel like the state. Nobody. I guarantee. I think most people. But I, I mean, grew up nowadays, with don't know the state. Yeah. yeah but now, like in yeah, comedy, it's all different. People are always like, "Oh, yeah." Well, that's the thing is you get balls deep in a conversation and you're like, ah, I'm fuck it. Like, I love Kids in the Hall, but like, it's super easy for me to get out of my comfort zone in a conversation about Kids in the Hall, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I can't even remember all their names off the top of my head, but I watched hours and hours of them, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely, uh, I, the TV show made me laugh more so than the movies, but it's also hard to watch the movies and when you've already seen, like, especially... Uh, Holy Grail. It's like I've seen it a million times, so it's like hard to find new versions of it, you know? Yeah, I can. I mean, I I still love watching Holy Grail, and I laugh, and I quote. And, yeah. Uh, I went to it uh, a couple years ago on my birthday when I was living in Madison. Oh, like at a li- uh, theater? Yeah. Cool. And that was, that was fucking awesome. Have you ever I seen... I know they, that's one of those movies that for a long while, there was a lot of midnight showings oh, of yeah. Holy Grail throughout like the 90s and shit. I remember hearing about that after I was like really into Rocky yeah. as a kid. What's the deal with the animation style that's all on there? Like all the, the this, like, that, you know. That's all, cha- uh, I mean, uh, Gilliam. That's him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, is he actually animated or is that artist? That's all that cutouts. Yeah, because that's, I that's love that. That's cartoon cutouts. He used to do that shit for like uh, proto-punk rock magazines, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh fucking because he was an american student in london mm-hmm. uh on whatever i think they're cambridge i don't know they're all you know aristocratical yeah yeah fucking, yeah old money uh, yeah old money at smart fucking schools i forget which one they all met at but he was like the american fucking artist over there and he started doing all these like uh magazine stuff i never like that. i never knew he or was zines i never knew he was american yeah i just thought that he's born in minneapolis i had no idea yeah. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, because I always loved that. There's a video game, like maybe a Commodore 64 style game. That when you, Maybe. When you start playing it, you play it for like a minute, and then it just all cancels, and then they're like, oh, no, something's gone wrong. And then as you wait, it's like, oh, you realize that like the mistake is part of the game, but you don't know that, yeah. you know? Um, and I remember that was really fun. Like just to like go through that path, you know, and be like, yeah. oh, fuck. God, I couldn't imagine what it had been like for some of the people watching quest for the holy grail for the first time oh yeah i mean yeah. it's their first movie but like nobody was breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. like that i mean the third the God, some of the thing they did to save money 
too is fucking hilarious because we talk about the coconuts. Yeah. They had the big monster that chased him wound up being just a cartoon. Yeah. They did a lot of the big action sets with cartoons, mm-hmm. you know. Which is great and it looked great too. You know, yeah. it was fun to see. Uh, the ending where they all get arrested. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, what uh, the, the uh, when they're all crossing the bridge at the end to go talk to the uh, guy. You know, to get to the other side, mm-hmm. he's like, "What? Yeah, yeah, is your name? <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, so Lancelot to the brave. What is your quest? I seek the Grail. What is your favorite color? Red? No, blue. Ah, uh-huh. that's what. Man, me, I used to act this shit out. Yeah, like we fucking like uh, hang out with friends, and I'm doing Monty Python in the background, being like, uh, you know, Jehovah, Jehovah. That's like such a that's that's and you're doing that, but and for your friend group you were that, but that's such a uh, archetype that so many people were like that, and I just yeah. for whatever reason we my, from my friend group Monty Python didn't connect with us or whatever, and so we weren't doing that. We were doing that with SNL. SNL is interesting because I think SNL is never breathed in the same phrase as all these other shows, but because the cast kept changing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can talk about like if you want to talk about it as a series well, sketches, there's sketches that you can compare. Yeah, because well, it's also like, uh, you know, because SNL is an enterprise, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where everything else we've mentioned, all of these other groups, you can always just point at it and you have like the people, you mm-hmm. know, it's not only you know that not only did Dave Chappelle write this but yeah. he's also starring in it you mm. know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah all yeah. the other big time totally totally shorthand ones that put snl in a different category i uh, i really love uh um uh i don't know a lot of the things about uh monty Python that i loved was the weird ways they would take chances with stuff which is what i think is so funny about what they've all gone on to do with gilliam doing these fucking crazy movies John Cleese just being like building and becoming like one of the greatest comedic actors of all time and oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, and I don't know as much about Palin or the other one or anything. And I know my, I know he can see Alaska from his house. I heard once. Yeah, yeah but, and he's been in a lot of. Fi- and then of course they're all on shorthand for voice acting. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why I think it's so funny because like Cleese, Eric I feel like Idol's great. Yeah, as, uh, in a lot of different stuff. I feel like they're the ones. Eric Idle and Cleese. They're the ones that are like stuck around the most. You've probably seen the most stuff. I'd say, yeah, I'd say in front of a camera, uh, it's probably a tie between Cleese and Idol. Yeah. That did. Well, Cleese has got, but uh, I was about to say Cleese has faulty towers, but Idol has like the Ruddles and. Oh, uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. uh, That movie where he's a cop or a nun. Did you ever see. Did you ever see this film? Undercover. Tideland. It was a Gilliam movie. Uh, I have it on DVD and I didn't know anything about it, but it was a blockbuster. I got it for free when I worked yeah. at Blockbuster. And it said, like, from uh, the people that brought you Monty Python. It didn't say Gilliam or anything. And I was just like, oh, maybe they made, like, a new movie. And then I started watching it and I'm like, nah, fuck, this is a Terry Gilliam movie. Oh, I, need, Cleese, I need acid for. Cleese as Robin Hood in Time Bandits? Oh, yeah, perfect. Holy fucking Time shit. Time Bandits is so good. Yeah, he gets to fucking sucker punch everybody as yeah, he yeah, yeah. gold. Oh, yeah. God damn. Now, I Time think, Bandits, you'd think it'd be a short movie. Uh, I think we went to the NFers, right? Oh, absolutely oh, we did. I forgot about that. I should have pulled them eight minutes ago. Yeah, no kidding, because I, I, I haven't turned off the uh, the thing either. They're pouring in. People fucking love Python. 
It's really amazing if you think about it because there are not too many things in popular media, uh, music uh, aside. Yeah. But there are not too many things in popular media from pre-1980 that people like are still like all about to this level. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally, totally. Like, uh, it seems like, you know, movies are always from the 80s and stuff. And like, most of the shit that like us kids will get into and talk up are like, you know, right before this. But anyways, we reached out to the NFers as we like to do. And we asked a uh, very simple, it's not a simple question to answer. Very simple to say though. It's a, uh, hey, talking Monty Python on the podcast. Tell us who your favorite Python is and what your favorite sketch movie bit is. So that's simple, right? Easy enough. Uh, and of course, we got fucking a million comments here. Kathy Humes, or aforementioned L.A. Angelino, said Graham Chapman forever. Love Graham. Also, he's got one of the... Uh, you know you lived your life, right? When you have the photo Graham Chapman has when you Google his name. What is it? Oh, he's just a fucking goof. It's just a goofy looking photo. And it's, it's so perfect. Like, I hope... When I die, I got something that goofy. Also, uh, I'm, he's a doctor. Yeah. Uh, but I know both him and it's kind of funny how the... <laughs> this fucking one. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of funny how the uh, groups come together, you know, like groups within groups. Yeah. Those are called orgies. Yeah. When groups like, come I together. Know Cleese and Chapman would, were like big time writing people together, you know, mm-hmm. together. And then uh, Idol... Palin and uh, Jones were typically in a camp together. Yeah. And then uh, Gilliam was off doing his acid and uh, uh, cartoons and shit. Yeah. Which who loves, who doesn't love acid and cartoons? Uh, Jess Feeney came in with the Michael Palin's uh, Lumberjack. Yeah, that's uh, okay. I love it. My second favorite sketch. Oh, I think it's okay. Uh, oh, I get it. Okay. Uh-huh. Fuck you. Uh, friend of the show, Fantasy Show, Real and Effort, McGinnis. Brian McGinnis said, uh, all of them are my favorite, and the hide-and-seek championship of the world is Tom. Sardinia. Sardinia. It, have you know that one? No. Oh, well, it's a world championship. Anytime they do is sports parodies. Is it the hide-and-seek world championship? Yeah, yeah. Anytime they do sports parodies, it's fucking great. Like, uh, they have one where it's a race between people with extremely small bladders. <laughs> so, in the middle of the race, people are running into the woods, and then people are also running out of the woods, and then they're in first place. You know, and it's mm. fucking great. And Palin does that great, like high energy, like uh, voiceover stuff on there. Uh, anyways, world championships of hide and seek eventually he finds a sardine can. Mm. Think, and they're like it's throughout the entire episode. And by the end of the episode, they're old men still because they're playing hide and go seek with the entire world. Ah, yeah, and it's I just one it. person trying to find one person. Adam Suzanne. Adam Suzanne. The Suzanimal says the Philosopher's World Cup. Oh, that's my favorite Harry Potter book. It's fucking great. Well, it's uh, uh, classic uh, Greek philosophers uh, going up against German philosophers, and they're playing soccer. Yeah. And uh, once the match starts, they don't play soccer. They start standing around and debating until uh, Archimedes uh, has a stroke of genius and starts kicking the ball. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to... Uh, it's gonna take a million years. Yeah, yeah. James Nichols said the rabbit killing the knights and the Holy Grail <laughs> made me laugh harder. That's good. That's great. Mm-hmm, yeah. Especially the way they react because they're all 
cocksure. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm not going to comment on all of them, uh, but I might. I'll buzz through some real quick. Okay. Kyle Bochart said Terry Jones was the best writer. Cleese was the best performer. Monty Ike, who is an, uh, uh, I'd, call, I'd call him like a uh, sketch comedy connoisseur and creator. He said, uh, number one sketch is weaponized joke. Number two is cheese shop. Number three is parrot sketch. Number four is argument. Number five is wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, Matt Reiser said Michael Palin's probably the Gumby brain specialist of the sketches. Uh-huh. Um, cool. Who's Aaron Madsen? She came in with a bunch. Uh, asking who's your favorite python is, l- is a little like asking which spice in Indian food is your favorite. If you have a favorite python, it sort of misses the point. Yes, they're all really accomplished individually, and yes, they all have different strengths, but none of the pythons can make you laugh as much as all of them together. So I don't quite believe the premise of the question. The being said, the best python is undoubtedly John Cleese, and to hell with anyone who says that otherwise. That's beautifully stated. I'm real glad she came in at the end with a joke on that, because I was like, hey, man, yeah. be cool. We're all friends here. It sounds like something absolutely Cleese yeah, would yeah, say, yeah, yeah. too. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what's so great about him is the pomp. Yeah. And, and it's, like, not real. Yeah. But it's still, like, out there, and it's just fucking great. Uh, Margot Reese checked in. She said, Holy Grail is probably the greatest comedy of all time simply due to the fact that every scene being legendarily quotable, African or European swallow. Well, uh, African swallow is not my great right now, isn't it? I love <laughs> I love that. It's not a question of where he grips it. It's a question of simple weight ratio. <laughs> uh, Josh McLean, our good bud, said uh, Carol Cleveland. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, she's the lady from all of the sketches. Yeah. She's uh, like the honorary-ish uh, seventh. Super babe. Uh-huh. Totally. Uh, Deirdre. Brandon Collins. This is my wife, Deirdre. Brandon Collins says, Eric Idle, always look on the bright side of life. Most played song at funerals. Uh, Michael Palin. Uh, is there is uh, Oh, Alana Shealy says, Michael Palin. And the favorite movie bit is Dennis's speech from Holy Grail. I, Dennis the Peasant. I, so good. I, I cannot hear somebody say something about King. And not say you don't uh, you don't vote. I mean, uh, well, I didn't vote for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was from this. I didn't. I never put that together. Billie Jean King. I didn't vote for her. You know. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, one of my most used stolen jokes. Uh, give us one second. We got to pause for a second. Uh huh. Oh, I was kidding. We don't have to pause. Uh, Emma Phipps. Well, said, dogs do. <laughs> no, they have four. Emma Phipps says, Michael Palin for me. Thanks. Favorite sketch is Sheep Airplane. Uh, Trent Norris said, Holy Grail is clearly the best movie, and anyone who says otherwise is wrong. Uh, I don't know about that. I like my favorite. What I associate most with Monty Python is, uh, and no offense, Trent, but like arrogant comedy fans. That's yeah. what it's always seemed like to totally. me. Totally. Uh, when we, I saw a Canadian. Because you know you picked the best. Yeah. And you can put your chest out to anybody else. That says otherwise. I saw a comedian once who uh, has since been canceled, so I don't think I need to name him. But uh, I saw him perform once at Iowa State, and he uh, said a sentence. He said, like, and then somebody from the audience just yelled out some Monty Python quote. And everybody in in the comic on stage was like, what? What'd you say? And then the person in the audience yelled out again, like, some quote, some dumb quote. Yeah. And then he's like, what? Does not everybody get uh, classic comedy? And then the comic on stage was like, yeah, we all know what you're talking about. Why the fuck are you yelling it out right now? And the whole room like booed the kid, and that was very funny. You want to know why they're jerks? Look at this one. One of my favorite things about Monty Python, one of the best things about it, is is quoting it. Yeah. You know, you you set up a friend, 
Yeah. You know, you say a quote to a friend, they say it back. And I can remember I tweeted out during Christmas once uh, saying something like uh, Capricorn. So that's king of the Jews, is it? And then somebody had to tell me that I stole it from Monty Python. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you fucking that'd, idiot. That'd be funny. The whole idea is you're supposed to say the next line. You fucking idiot. I like I like the idea of like, oh God, I took this fucking parrot to the pet store the other day because it was dead and I tried to return and like actually trying to lift material from yeah. Monty Python. We, just start, we should just start lifting all the yeah. best bits of all time. Bill Blank said, uh, I realized some 20 years after watching it, uh, my whole life I had no idea when the French guy says night, he was saying night. No, he says nigga. Oh, okay. Uh, I wasn't even watching when I realized it. I sat and laughed for the rest of the day, seemingly about nothing. Oh, that's fun. Well, I just figured that out, Bill. Right and now? so did other listeners. That's great. There it is. Yeah. Uh, your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. Now go away or I'll taunt you a second time. That's what the kid screamed out at that concert. Your mother was of elderberries. Oh. Yeah, because I kept thinking snozberries, but no, that's from the other thing. Should have uh, made him go find the mightiest tree in the forest and cut it down with a herring. Uh, Dirk Sprouse said uh, Cleese and the argument sketch. Well, it's more of a contradiction sketch. Mm-hmm. Tina McCorary said uh, Life of Brian. Uh, what have the Romans even done for us? And Biggest Dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she also added Silly Walk. He has a wife, you know. She also added Silly Walk and a gif of the Silly Walk. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, oh, there he is, Brian Arginello, whose name I've obviously forgot how to pronounce the last one. Uh, great in effort, real friend of the show, said, oh, man, anything Holy Grail in eighth grade, Napster was huge. Uh, and so before oh, video yeah. sharing came out, everyone would just have sound samples. From I had stuff a lot of SNL. sound yeah. samples on my album. So oh. it's just like, you know, the bravely bold Sir Robin wrote forth to Camelot. Yeah. He was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin. He was not the least bit scared to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin. Uh, With his teeth pulled out and his liver's lung and his head split open and his toes taken off and his... Taken off? It says taken off in the song? I was ad-libbing that. No, she had... I just know there's a bunch of torture once it gets to that part. Uh, Amanda Murray says the cheese shop. Tom Hathaway said Mr. Hitler used to be hilarious, but now it's terrifying. Uh, the episode they did entirely in German is underappreciated, Jim. The scene in Life of Brian where Cleese makes Chapman write Romans go home killed me. Uh, he also said yeah. the Gumby brain surgery is dumb as hell and he loves it. And that uh, philosophy soccer That's and so Germany good. versus Greece. Uh, yeah, uh, I can still remember uh, my uh, ex fucking uh, when I showed her Life of Brian lost it on that scene with uh, the uh, wall because it. It's also a Latin lesson oh. is what he's giving to him. He's like, he's like, oh, but Romani is a prop of, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. right now, cut, uh, write this a hundred times by the morning or I'll cut your balls off. <laughs> uh, Frank DeRogio says, uh, Ruggiero, how do you say Frank's last name? Cause I never know. And it always makes me feel like a dipshit. DeRogio. DeRogio. God damn. Uh, I love it so much. Uh, the first two things that came to mind when I read this are oh. Dirty Fork. So good. One of my top five. Uh, well, it's a good thing you didn't tell him about the dirty knife. Mm-hmm. And the and the biggest dickus uh, seen in Life of Brian. God, and Cleese in that when he comes out and he's like, it makes me mad, yeah. mad. This guy works his fingers to the bone. 
Oh, uh, man. Shelly Coleman said, Cleese, uh, close ordering swanning about. Uh, Tyler Jackson, friend of the show. Real oh, we're going to make it out of here. I uh, said Graham Chapman and Sam Peckinpah's salad days, which that is a great one. Uh, and then our last one uh, for of the night, uh, okay, Alex Kolchek. Just one. It's way far thin. Oh, God. Some of the most courageous filmmaking ever. Oh, I love it. We did so well. How are you feeling, Patrick? Oh, I fucking, the worst, second worst fun size we've ever done behind Gin Blossoms two months ago. I think it's uh, better. Yeah, no, this is better than Gin Blossoms. Better. Better get a bucket. Biggest dickus. Uh, goddamn, yeah, I had fun. This is good. I think Biggest dickus. Here's a wife, you know. Yeah. Intercontinentia. Intercontinentia buttocks. You Ooh. know, I heard when they shot that scene that they told the extras if they broke, yeah, they uh, were not going to get paid. Oh, what a fucking asshole move. But, they, I mean, they did. Yeah. But they didn't know what they were going to shoot. Mm. So they were told you can't laugh. Oh, that's if funny. If you break, actually. you're not going to get paid. So that's all genuine, allegedly genuine them trying to hold in their hold laugh. Hold it in. That's uh-huh. fun. Uh, also, uh, Life of Brian. Yeah. Most expensive movie ticket ever. Why? Uh, George Harrison mm-hmm. uh, financed it. Oh, and he just said just because he wanted to see a Monty Python like, movie. Well, I just want to see another Monty Python hello, movie. Hello, my name is George Harrison. I was just thinking I could watch another movie about the pit sketch. Only make it an hour, not twenty minutes long. He's in it. Life I'm also going to be too. in the film. That's yeah. part of the thing. And you know who's not going to be in the film? My friend Ringo Starr. Hey, handmade productions. He literally just started a production company so he could see another Monty Python. Boy, movie. what a tale! And I can't believe how much heat. Life of Brian got when it came out. Yeah. Retrospectively, I didn't know it growing up. People it hated makes it? Sense. Well, it's blasphemous. Yeah, blasphemous. That's for sure. Uh-huh. Um, now, I, I went through real quick. Holy fuck, we're still going. Uh, uh, give me your top six real quick. Top six. Well, first, I'm, before I don't want to step I'm on your... sorry we picked one of my, my favorite things in my life to try and knock out really quick. Really quick at the end of a fucking marathon recording right. day. I'll just say real quick, minor uh, killer joke, lumberjack song. Uh, well, Grannies, uh, Piranha Brothers, Dirty Fork, and uh, 127th Upper Class, <sighs> Twit of the Year yeah. show. Those are my top six. Oh, I love, oh, I forgot What's about, uh, uh, well, hey, buddy, you had all the you time say in the world. Do you say Hell's Grannies? Yeah. That's also good. Because that whole bit has got the uh, baby snatchers. Oh, I you love know? it. I just went into the store real quick and I left him outside. And when I came back, he was gone. He was only 37. <laughs> and then, of course, the best thing is, uh, and of course, vicious gangs of keep left signs. <laughs> and it just shows the guy walking down the street and then the signs keep nudging him. Yeah. And, I, like, uh, and that's when he pops up. He's like, right, right, right. This skit just got silly. Start off with a nice oh, little wow. sketch. I love about that song by the Union Underground. Just got silly. I only know... Wake me up, Mr. Mr. Dead, Dead Man. Turn me, turn me on, Mr. Dead Man. There it is. Here we go. I'll burn through my six. I'm so sorry, Patrick. Hurry I it up. I can see it in your fucking body. Uh, I also had that ant on me earlier, and that's I think really we both had the number me. one because I had uh, Funniest Joke Written, you know, the deadliest one when they weaponize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? that's so good. And my favorite thing is like, the Germans also tried to weaponize their own version of a joke, and it cuts to Hitler, and he's like yeah. uh, yelling, and it says... My dog has no nose. <laughs> and then the German audience yells, how does it smell? <laughs> and Hitler goes, awful. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, and just like uh, 
when he's walking through the field and he's like, uh, one person saw two words of the joke and had to be hospitalized for three months. Uh, uh, here else we also have, of course, the what have the Romans ever done for us? Yeah. Right. Well, besides the sanitation, the health, the medicine, what have the Romans ever done for us? The wine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Reg, where would it be without the wine? Um, uh, here we also got uh, number three. There, I fucking love this sketch. Uh, it's uh, these guys are in warfare and they're in a trench and they all get a clock for the captain, Terry Jones. Yeah. And he's like, uh, we got you this clock. And people, it's like bad timing and talking about how Blackie was out there uh, saving rations for a month to make a cake. And he's being ungrateful for this cake that is soldier's bottom and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Dennis the Peasant. Yeah. Like I said, fucking love it. Uh, how not to be seen. Good. Haven't been mentioned. It's a good one. It's so good. Top six. And it's like, here we have been presented with a puzzler. You know, and then they have three little bushes and they blow them up. I've never wished more that an episode had video. Oh, God. Yeah. This would have been a great one. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and then uh, uh, one of my favorite scenes from uh, Monty Python's Quest for the Holy Grail in its entirety is, uh, well, the, the Lancelot story, yeah. basically. So, I mean, it has so many great things. I love uh, Palin when he's a gruff king guy, and he's like, yeah. one day, lad, all this will be yours. And he's like, what, the curtains? <laughs> he's like, no, not the curtains. The strongest little castle in all these lands. They said I was have to build a castle in a swamp that guy mm-hmm. and he also has to deal with uh uh idol being like all right we're not to let anybody in other than him he's like no 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 no. you know that yeah, whole, yeah, and then of yeah. course once uh uh lancelot storms the castle kills everybody and and he tries to get but anyways i love it yeah i fucking love it i love monty python we'll do another episode on the one movie of the, one of the movies one I of the movies s- that you don't know that'll be fun i love sketch comedy yeah, uh, I want. So I've been watching that. I think you should leave. Don't do a bit uh, on Netflix, and it's so good. And now this is all I want is I want to pick which friends of mine. Like I would like to see what your, th- what your six episodes of I think you should leave. What your six sketches that you already have in your back of your pocket is. Uh-huh. I want to watch those. Okay. I want to pick other people. Maria, I want to see Maria Wojcikowski's six episodes. Well, apparently, you know? according to that one asshole on Twitter, it's uh, something I'll steal from Monty Python. Oh, somebody on Twitter said that? Yeah. I thought... It was just some rando on Twitter because I made a fucking I was che- Monty Python aside. I was checked out and thought you said that happened at Thanksgiving dinner. No. And I thought you had like a cousin that was coming at you. No, it was right, right after Christmas. <laughs> That's what it was. But I thought you yeah. meant you were at Christmas with your family. No, and, like, I tweeted some it out. asshole cousin was like, I yeah, tweeted out, Capricorn. What? So that's King of the Jews, is it? Yeah. Like... Did you put it? How quotes? do you steal from fucking like the holy grail of comedy, basically? Monty did you, Python. Did you put it in quotes? Probably not. Yeah, see, that's it. You did it, man. You stole you stole from Monty Python. <laughs> I did. Uh goddamn. Okay, well tell them where they find you. Uh you can find me at Reamcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. That's on Instagram, Twitter, House, House all of, that shit. Follow uh, House of Bricks. Bricks. We're wrapping this fucker Precious up. We're bringing it needle. in. needle. Yeah, yeah. Second Friday of every month. Yeah, baby. Free beer, blah, blah, blah. Free <laughs> comedy, blah, blah, blah. Great comics you can see on TV doing longer sets in the city. Fucking hell yeah. Patrick, tell people. Baby, boy, Patrick Hasty on Twitter, Instagram, 
everywhere. B-A-D-R-I-Z-A-G-S-D-I-E, all the coming shows and dates. Uh, I'm back in New York. I'm feeling better than ever. My brain is not rotten at all from the road, which I'm sure it is. Uh, I listen to the podcast. Tell your friends. Share it. Uh, the show time. Uh, the fucking show time. The, the, what's it called? What's the fucking green app that you listen to podcasts on? Spotify? Spotify. Listen to it on Spotify. Share the links. Uh, you ever seen Showtime on the train? Showtime. That's pretty cool, but it's nowhere near as cool seeing Cinemax on the train. You see two people fucking dry humping. That's a tweet. That's a that's a bit you could do on stage. Yeah. Uh, I saw some kids doing Showtime on the train the other day. That was cool. Way cooler than when that time I saw Cinemax on the train. I just saw two gross people dry fucking. Yeah, with saxophone and way too many candles. Yeah, too many candles. I. And then of course the Patreon. Go in there and give us a buck. Give us two. I swear to God, if somebody if we get over a hundred bucks, we won't do fucking fucking. phoned in episodes like this no more yeah, you know yeah. what i mean if we get above 100 we'll do it uh-huh we just need to get big enough so you can uh finance the uber home oh god it would be so good yeah uh but anyways that's the podcast tell your friends be cool never die and as always remember if you're not an effer you're an mfer so get the, the bloody hell out of here you fucking punzy. i don't want to be a podcaster i, I wanted, wanted to be a lumberjack, lumberjack. Some things in life are bad They can really make you mad Other things just make you swear and curse When you're chewing on life's gristle Don't grumble Give a whistle And this'll help things turn out for the best And Always look on the bright side of life always look on the bright side of life if life seems jolly rotten there's something you've forgotten and that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing when you're feeling in the dumps don't be silly chumps just push your lips and whistle that's the thing and always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the bright side of life. For life is quite absurd, and death's the final word. You must always face the curtain with a bang. Forget about your sin, give the audience a grin. Enjoy it, it's the last chance anyhow So always look on the bright side of life I messed it up, this is where it's the other terminal breath Sorry listeners But life's a piece of shit when you look at it Life's a laugh and death's a joke, it's true You'll see it's all a show. Keep them laughing as you go. Just remember that the last laugh is on you. And always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the bright side of life. I mean, what do you even got to lose? 
You've gone from nothing, you've come back to nothing. What have you lost? Nothing. This album's available on, uh, you know, records, by records. You know, this is great. You guys, I've been trying to do this episode for fucking months. And now I'm doing the little bonus thing at the end. This is what it's all about. This is the bright side of life. Also, uh, play this song at my funeral. This and uh, I think that's it. This is the only one I'm worried about. Put this on my list. Hell yeah. You're all great. again for those inaccuracies. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com.